Hi, this is Joy Kaya. And this is Sheree Grace. And we are here to welcome you to the Sacred Living with Joy and Grace podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. We are here today, and we're super excited. Hi, Joy. Hello. Um, We are going to talk about creativity. And just before we started here, I was thinking, wow, uh, creativity is really big. You know, Mm -hmm. like it really is um, interwoven through pretty much everything that we do, everything that we talk about. Um, It's just, are are we looking at it as such? Are we looking at it as something creative or something organically coming from us or, um, so mm-hmm. I think, um, for me, uh, let's just talk about creativity with just in, in what I feel, uh, gosh, it's really a big one for me. I actually said that before we started because I think as human beings, we are all creative. Yes. We're constantly creating, right? Yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, Everything I do, even even if you get an idea from something else or from someone else, like the way that the way in which you make it your own and create from that place, I mean, I think that is like the beautiful thing about human beings. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of live in that space where there's no better than, it's um, it can be a really cool experience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I know for me, we, I've been doing a lot of stuff out in the yard. This is my favorite time of the year, guys. Although I think we're we're here a little bit early this time. This time, well, here in California, yeah, in Northern California, we haven't had rain in six weeks, right? And today is February twenty sixth. But we are maybe going to get rain in a couple days. I saw on the weather, mm-hmm. but regardless, we like things had rain in like six weeks, it's crazy. This, this is, is really different of. for us. So, like, what I'm noticing is like. I notice every year, like around this time, or not necessarily this time, but around springtime, mm-hmm. you know, I get a certain way. And this year it's actually happening earlier. Mm. Like I feel it. So what I'm saying is, is like, connecting to the yes, season. I, you're, you're connecting yes, to the season. That's what it is. And there's a cycle of the seasons. Mm-hmm. And I come from a very witchy background, right. pagan. Like I've written books on actual that path right um that I no longer they're not even available anymore I took them down because they were a season right (laughs) but um I used to work with the seasons quite a bit right and spring right the coming of spring is really a thing yeah and winter is when we go into our cave and we reflect and we process deep into our shadow yes shadow work but here's the thing like it may just feel like no I'm just inside because it's cold that's still that energy. Right. Well, and a lot of people, so that's the, that is a thing. So like it, yeah. if you're not, you know, subscribing to this way of life, you know, that is exactly what it is. Of course we're inside. It's cold. cold. Like yeah. we don't like to be out in the cold. Practical. But, 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 but I, I encourage you to, to dig a little bit deeper and, and see, um, like how all of that began yeah. and like why it is that way. You know, like my totem is, you know, I'm a brown bear. So like I super like I love this is what's so cool is like I love the winter time and I love I'm really deep person like I actually feel a little yeah I feel actually a bit more comfortable in my shadow work stuff mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so 
but make no mistake, springtime is my favorite time of the year. And why? Because I feel so creative. I get what we call down all that hibernation. Probably. Yeah. I'm like, I need to go create some stuff. Like, let's just be a bear for a minute. So you guys like, I'm, I'm really deep into like the totem animal thing. All right. right. So like I have spirit animals that I work with and I've been doing spirit animal stuff for years and years and years. Like, yeah, third decade in it, I think at this point. Gosh, (laughs) when did I get so old? Um, but because I had such an early introduction to it, um, I want to follow the bear for a yeah, second yeah, yeah. because the bear goes into, it goes into hibernation, yeah. right? But before it goes into hibernation, it's like gathering. It yeah. makes sure it has what it needs. Yes. It, it eats, like it gorges so itself so that it can prepare for the hibernation. Then it hibernates and it goes into that sacred womb, which I think is beautiful. And then the bear comes out hungry, yeah. like hungry to ready. go yeah. and like do and like, all the things it's been thinking about all winter, now it wants to go out and do. Yeah. Right? Like dreaming about it. Totally. In dream yeah. time. Yeah. Like think about that, right? <laughs> On the metaphysical level. And then it goes out and does this. And then summer is summer and like early fall is more about the harvest and like yeah. really just being able to enjoy. So you do all this hard work, really, like only half the year. The rest of the year is kind of like a play. Yeah. For the bear. For the bear, yeah. So like just have fun with that. Like, is there an animal that you're drawn to? I know we're not talking about that right now, but if there's a bear, an animal that you're drawn yeah. to, maybe there is a way of like looking at the behavior. So Cherie, yeah. I want to say that to you. It's not just the season speaking to you. It's yeah. that bear medicine that's yeah. in your heart too. Yeah, I totally. Yeah. And I've really been able to identify with that in the last few years. Um, I don't want to get too far off of the topic um, of creativity because... <clears throat> I want to talk about this and I want to know what Joy feels like, what she feels and like where her, you know, creative juices really, really flow. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I probably kind of know somewhat, but for our listeners, you know, like what is something that you really tap into, whether it's this time of the year or whenever, mm-hmm. you know. So my whole life I've probably been creating, but I would never have identified as a creative. So I think I want to start there. Yeah. And so as a society, we have the right brain thinkers and the left brain thinkers. Like we have, just like we've segregated, um, our, our sexual, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sexual orientation. Yeah. Orientation. Yeah. Um, we have also been like, you're a creative, therefore you're a free spirit and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then you are an intellect. And so now you are blah, 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 blah. No. No. Yeah. And yet I fell into that belief system because of the model of the world and how it was shown to me. And I believed that I was not creative. Now I have been dancing my whole life, but I would never tell you I was a creative. Hmm. I would never call myself an artist. Oh, yeah. So think about that, like creative and artist and like how we do this. And so I never would say I was artistic. And it wasn't until 2011 when I started to write the quote unquote workshop, which then became a book, <laughs> that I actually thought, wow, look, I'm writing a book. I'm actually an artist. And mind you, I was a professional belly dancer at the time and wouldn't consider myself a creative or an artist. Wow. Because in my mind, I hadn't freed that. I haven't hadn't given myself permission. Right. So I think that it begins there. 
It begins in giving myself permission. And then since then, I have, as a spiritual counselor, I have sat with many people and held that space of helping them tune into that. Right. And sometimes being a cook and loving to bake is your creative expression. Totally. I agree. But it lives in the depths of your belly. So on a chakra level, you know, I work with the chakra system quite a bit. And so I'm always like, our energy blocks are going to be within the chakra system. So our creative side is in the sacral. Yeah. And so the sacral is the belly, right? Or your womb. Where you, right. If you're a woman, you can birth a child there. Right. right? So re- just, you can just kind of like allow yourself to be in that um, visual for a moment. The creative energy is in your belly. And we tend to reject our belly as a society, especially the feminine. It's right. a big feminine wound. And so now I just want to invite you. I'm always just inviting everyone. Yeah. I want to invite you. It's all big party. (laughs) I want you to ask yourself, like, am I truly a creative? Like, what is my creativity? And what is my art? Because your art is your expression of the creativity itself. The creativity is an energy, right? It's embracing that. But your, your artistic expression of that creativity I think is what we all get to see and appreciate and enjoy. We also get to hear it. Yeah. We get to feel it, you know? And so it, art doesn't have to be a painting. Right. Art doesn't have to be a book or a dance. It can be so much. Yeah. It's so, everything really. Yeah. 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 It's the fire in your belly. Yeah. So that's where I want to kind of start. But I, I started with dance and then when I became a writer, that's when I really thought I stepped into it. But then it really just, all that did was crack it open right. and allow me to see how much art. I also then, the quote unquote, you know, I can't draw, I can draw a stick figure, that's it. Right. Okay. That was my old story. But when I cracked that open and I started to paint, now why, someone actually came to me and was like, I will pay you for this painting. And they did. I let them buy my painting. But everyone else, I ended up just giving all my paintings away. Right. And there's one that came back to me. My mom um, said, you know, you painted this and you gave this to me, but I feel like it's time to come back to you. And, I, and it was, and she has no idea even how much that touched me because now I actually have yeah. a piece of art that I painted. Before then, I had nothing. Yeah. I had given all of them away. Right. And I'm coming back into that place again. My daughter is a beautiful artist. And so her and I are beginning to, you know, curate a little art art space in our new home. And we, we want to pick a painting again. Yeah. And, and draw and be and like have all that. But it's not for me to sell. Right. No. Yeah. It never is. Right. And well, but that, but that's a thing. It is a thing. But like, you know, I think that's, you know, that's. That's what happens though when we get, you know, when we're doing, when we're on the journey, you know, like there's all these really cool things that can be, yo, I can go down this avenue or I can go down this avenue. But I think just really um, being creative and allowing yourself whatever outlet that is, just, just for simply um, the feel of it and just to like be in that space, you know, I did the same thing. I, you know, you're talking about pain. I, you know, I think I said this last week, you know, like, I'm not like an artist as far as like drawing. Okay. I'm cool with that. You know, like I I don't, you know, that's not, it's not really my desire, but, um, so it's like, I know where I'm good and where, you know, where I can use some help. But, um, in 2004 I picked up, um, some paint supplies and I got some charcoal and some canvases and I started 
creating stuff. And next thing I knew, I had stuff all in my house. And same right? thing happened. My friends were like, hey, will you do something like that for me? Will you do something? You know, yeah. and so it's like I got really into just like shapes and like abstract stuff. And then like um, layering, like I would use um, that... Uh, putty or paste or sure. the mold stuff like you know and just kind of raise stuff up and it, you know I don't know I don't know what other people thought when they saw it you know because it just looked a little wild but for me oh my gosh I just got so many so much enjoyment out of that mm-hmm. and that really came from like a therapeutic place so sure. it was introduced to me in a therapeutic environment and it was introduced to me because there was some stuff that I was struggling through where I was working on some belief systems about myself. And one of them was, is that I just, I'm just, I suck at this stuff, mm. you know, like I'm not, I'm not really, I don't, I really just didn't know where to tap in from to my creativity. I just didn't know. Right. And I think that, you know, I will go on record and say I think that when you come from certain places in life, whether it be trauma, abuse, blah, you know, all of this stuff at a very young age, a lot of this stuff gets shut down and, um, that childlike behavior, it gets shut down Mm. and you automatically go into this like adulthood before you're ready. And for me, that was really, really traumatizing because I had to leave so much behind to where even today I have a hard time being in this real fun, playful, you know, like I have to really make an, you know, an effort to do this. And so I think that, um, the art as far as doing it in that way and expressing it in that way, I think that was super helpful for me. And so I would maybe encourage anyone that's maybe feeling this way or feeling like they don't know how to find their creativity or how to express it or just get something out, you know, whether it's a pen and paper, whether it's a canvas, I mean, go to the store and just get yourself a can and just see what shows up. I was super surprised. You guys, I just, I was really surprised. Absolutely. I, um, I, I love that you brought that in there is a playfulness that can happen within creativity. So mm-hmm. just like anything in, in creativity, there is shadow and there is light. And Cherie is speaking of one of those shadows and how you can bring it into the light and how that can be a healing experience. But I also would love to begin to talk about more about the shadow of creativity. So when creativity is not allowed to have room and space in your life, you will create dis-ease in your energetic being Mm -hmm. and you and I need to have a whole podcast on that yeah because dis-ease would be the name of the (laughs) yes for sure (laughs) and we'll go into it but what we're really speaking of is how we create disease yeah and mentally physically and emotionally and how they all trigger each other yeah okay now so if we're not expressing our creativity if we're not allowing it to be there, then there we're pro- we probably have some depression or some sadness in our energy. Right. And what Cherie did is she learned how to unlock that sadness through the healing of her creativity. Right. Okay. One of the other things that is a shadow of creativity, and I, I do believe we have a lot of listeners who are creatives and entrepreneurs. I know my community is that. Yes. So if my community is listening, then I feel like yeah, we need to like sure. talk about it. And I know that you know a lot of the same people because, hello, hello. And how we know each other is like the same community. So I feel the topic is really important. As a, in my journey as a creative, as an artist, 
I, I, I was a professional belly dancer for many years. I'm gonna use this as an example. So I, I carved out eight years of my life and I chose to express myself and it began with self-healing from my separation from my husband and learning to embrace myself and who I am again. And just that freedom of dance. Now, I've danced my whole life. I had, but belly dancing was new to me at the time. Like mm -hmm. I had never thought that I'd want to be a belly dancer until I saw this form of dance. And I danced with a troupe called Unmata. And anyone who is in the dance community would be like, I know who she's talking about. She's kind of a big deal. Um, Amy Sigil is the, is the leader. And she, I saw her perform and I just said, oh my gosh, I have to be that. I need to do that. Like, I can do that. I remember saying that, like, I can do that. Right. And it was like this big, like, hello and like owning it. And I went. Yeah. And I loved it. I learned the entire vocabulary and everything within a year. And then I was dancing professionally within a year's time with her student troupe and then moved up from there. Right. And I, I loved it. And then it became a lot of expectation mm. and responsibility. And now we have another performance and now we have another performance and now we have another. Yeah. So it went from like a, I got to a point yeah. where I now, it was another job. Yeah. And I lot. And so I'm saying this because this happens a lot as a creative. And for those of you who are out there and you're living your dream, don't forget to be playful. Don't forget that you can still have a piece carved out just for you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to sell everything. Right. You don't have to monetize everything. Right. Give yourself something that is just you. Right. You know, one of the things that I see with entrepreneurs is like, so, so for example, someone comes in and works with me and then they'll take one of the things that I've done and now they want to add it to their business. I think that's great. I'm like, good, do it, go for it. Woohoo. Because we've worked together and I've inspired that. And that makes me feel like I've done my job. Right. Um, in some way, as long as it's not copycat, we're fine. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like inspired is, is, is a different thing. And energetically that feels good. However, be careful that you're not bringing that creativity or having that spark or that influence and that you're not taking it all on to then go do. Right. I think the key is you don't have to add it to your, you don't have to add it yeah. to your business. You don't have to add it into like, how do I make this part of like a brand? And I know again, not everyone's an entrepreneur, but I do think this is a valid conversation. And I also want to say to you, so if you go and you take like an ecstatic dance class, for example, and now I'm not, but don't go be an ecstatic dance teacher now. Right. Right. Maybe you now incorporate movement and dance in your sessions with your clients or in the circles that you're holding. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that's what that looks like. Right. It doesn't mean that now you're this expert in. Well, when you were saying this, what the, I actually have a pen and paper in my hand. And, um, <laughs> writing notes. Because what we're trying to do is really just allow each other to really finish our, our thoughts here. Because when Joy and I get going, I mean, we can just, we can just keep going. And this is great little banter back and forth. But it's important, um, especially with you, without you guys seeing us, you know, yeah. that we allow each other to finish each other's thoughts. Or finish each other's, finish our thoughts. <laughs> That's funny. I do read your mind. <laughs> but what I was, but I, what I wrote down was like really embody this first is what I was saying, you know, just like really like, you know, um, try it on, wear it for a while, 
You know, mm-hmm. see like how it fits you and how this becomes a part of you. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, the pieces, you know, it's like the, the, the saying, take what you need and leave the rest type thing. Of course. And yeah. I think like if you, you know, and, and guess what guys, my favorite word practice, it takes practice to really embody things, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you can do it like just like that. Um, but at least my come from is that, you know, these things take practice. And so like really just, you know, allow that to penetrate into your heart and soul and, and let, let your song be what your song is going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing to be influenced by those around you. Mm-hmm. Um, be mindful of who you've got around you. For sure. That's we do become that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I think that there is uh, speaking of this, like going back to the creative and the artistic expression with the, the same topic. Right. And just bringing this like into a full circle. What we're speaking to as well with the embodiment piece is that I am a priestess of sorts. Mm-hmm. Right. I hold space. Mm-hmm. I, have, I hold sacred circles. Sheree is a priestess of sorts. She holds space. She, her and I both share a circle. <laughs> um, and, and, and I will say this. You can't know what the individual is really what their work really looks like on a daily basis all you can see is how they show up and what they choose to show yes um and that is your creative expression and that is your absolute like human right yeah i think what the key here though is when we're talking about creative when we're talking about really just harnessing that creative energy is do it for yourself and your practice is sacredly yours and yeah you can try what someone else suggests or what you see on an instagram post or you know sure but really it's not about what the world is doing it's what you're feeling right and that's what this podcast is all about right is like us just giving you food for thought and things to think about so that you can then integrate that into your life right so that you can feel like you are in alignment with your own soul right and that you're doing what is right for you so even if you find a sister in the journey who now becomes your your soul bestie we want that right for you but the two of you may not see it all the way the same you still are energetically different individuals but you share the journey so your altar will look different than her her right. altar your canvas will have different colors right. than than their canvas and I think that that's just really important for us to just touch on like we want you to be uniquely you you do not get that by looking outside of yourself yeah you never Very will yeah. I've, I've been on this journey for 47 years now it's not gonna happen yeah sorry yep just tried that done that waste of time yeah so can we shift to like divine download we can after i just say one more thing that i okay, wanted good. to say yes about this 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 topic <sighs> the words thick skin came to mind mm-hmm. but i want to explain it a little bit when we're talking about this creative outlet i think it's very 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 important to make sure that you um, your self-esteem is intact because this is what happens with creatives and this is what happens with artists and musicians and all of that stuff, um, authors. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yes. I've studied a lot about authors and a lot about writing because I've been trying to write a book for years, guys. I mean, this is, it's gotten, You're making me giggle. It's, it's gotten ridiculous. Okay. She's like, I'm going to study it because I can't do it yet. But yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. No, like I, I study, like I study authors and like, and their creative process and, sure. and, and, you know, like how they had all this work for them. Right. Because this isn't something that actually is coming supernatural to me. It's something that's in my soul, but it's just. You know, like I've got some work to do, right? Enough, but yeah. I think that, you know, when we do this and when we dare so greatly to put us out there, right, mm-hmm. in the world, um, yeah, you know, there's going to be people that are not going to like what you produce, sure. period. Like that's, that's our reality. Mm-hmm. So it's so important, at least for me, somebody that... You know, I, I show up super masculine energy, like, you know, like I've got everything figured out, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty tough girl. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have this, this self-esteem, I mean, you can get, I mean, you can get shot down big time. And, and, and I know, I know that that's not necessarily the conversation and we're really trying to kind of come from a from a spiritual place here, but this is a reality. And and I've seen it happen to lots of people. You know, it's like you, you, you have this great thing that you want to share, right? I mean, we'll use social media. You have this great thing that you want to share and (laughs) you think it's so profound, right? And then you post it. A week goes by. No one likes it. Crickets. No one, (laughs) no one makes a comment. Now, if you don't have thick skin, you guys, this can really maybe bother you. So I just want to put that little piece in there too. Not saying that you don't go and be creative, not saying that you don't go right, not saying any of that stuff, but just be mindful of this little trap. Yes. Right? And just because you create it doesn't mean you have to share it. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm also a believer and I guess we're going to share it backwards because I just think it's so important right now, but this will go into the next piece. When I receive a message or when I receive a creative seed, Mm -hmm. I hold it close to my heart. There's maybe three people in my life right now that will hear about it. Right. That's it. Yeah. So the three people in my life think I have a lot of ideas and I don't act on them all the time, just so you know, because I'm not sure yet. Right. It holds in my heart. It's like in an incubation stage. Yeah. Yeah. And there's things that I hold in my heart that I don't tell anyone. Because it's that mighty. Yeah. It's that important. Sacred. It's that sacred. Yeah. And so I want to just hold that space. Yeah. Because putting it out on a social media platform isn't always as no, important. That, yeah, that's a setup sometimes, guys. It's, it's a, a setup. setup. Yeah. I love it. She's all just setup. Yeah, it is. It's a setup. Like, and, and your fear will start talking. And guess what? You will talk yourself out of ever posting again. And the next thing you know, that artistic expression begins to dry up. And you need... Yeah. It's like we're all we're saying is like, let it flow through you. Let it be utilized. Um, and don't but, attach to it. You know, like if you start mm-hmm. having those weird feelings, cause I'm like, I'm talking about real everyday stuff. Like I don't want to like bypass this and make it seem like this doesn't happen. You know, right. like just right. don't attach to it is again, another practice guys, just let it yeah. come in and let it go. Especially for those entrepreneurs that are listening. Right. Especially for those of you who are already out there that have these great ideas and you're like, this is the next best thing, you know? Only, and it's like, only yeah. because you said you, you kind of didn't mean to, but you kind of said a Brene Brown thing, right? 
Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you said to dare greatly. Oh, yeah. That's one of her books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I want to say, just to add to that, because Brene, we love you. We do. If you ever listen, we love you. (laughs) And um, I love how brave you are, and I love how you've created this platform. Right. And to be vulnerable. Right. That's what I, I mean, you, you created a vulnerability platform, which then opens up the gate so wide for yeah. so many more creatives to show up and just try. And so I want to say, when you're out in the arena, yeah, right, it is because you were called to be in that arena. Don't force yourself out there until you're ready. Right. If you're out there in the arena, this really applies. You've got to let go of right. the expectations of what, how it's going to be received and just know you just got to keep showing up and yep. you will figure it out. Yeah. Anyone who's been out there and has had success has Failed oh, gosh. on so many levels. <laughs> yeah. And so you it is a numbers game. For all those analytical thinkers, it is a numbers game. you got to keep putting yourself out yeah. there. It will take 10,000 tries to get the one thing that's like the golden ticket. Yeah. Okay? So how do I know, Cherie? How do I know when something really is my creative I guess seed or my creative connection or it really is me because I because we are influenced so much now right by all the outside stuff right like how do I know what is true and divine well I think for me how I would know is a it's one of those experiential feelings that I talk about that I can't articulate so there's a very specific Mm. feeling that I feel another thing that's that is a little bit different is um, when I can, without feeling any kind of negative or justification or any kind of any of that in my world about something that I have chosen to do, that's how I know that it has organically um, been sprouted and grown from my garden right now that doesn't mean that someone didn't walk by and drop a seed that's not what I'm saying people drop seeds all day every day especially in my world and so like it's just like what did I create out of that out of that little spark Mm -hmm. and there are times that I will know and I won't have that connecting feeling and I won't have um you know I won't have that and so I'll know maybe this doesn't really belong to me Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's times that I may feel that way. And then what I will do is then I will go and I will do some work around it to where it feels more authentic from me, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I know that, you know, joy and I do this back and forth a lot. I mean, we have very similar conversations yet. We have other little pieces that we bring in. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we do this again, you know, I, I always say, you know, you know, pay attention to who you're around, you know, pay attention to who you're picking up stuff from and, and it's all good. But I think, yeah, those are the two main things for me is like, I have that feeling that I don't really have the words for. And then I also notice that my language and, um, and I'm, and I'm not really defensive about anything. If you see me being really, really defensive about something, there's probably something that's a little tainted in that. In right. that water. And then yeah. defensive means, like you're saying, like you're justifying. Yes. 
as another word. Because sometimes yeah. defensive makes people feel defensive and they're like, I'm not that way. Yeah. No, no, no. When you're justifying. Yeah. When you're justifying it yeah. or, you know, really trying to explain it away or, or you can't, <laughs> yeah. or you can't, you know, really talk, you can't really, um, come up with anything because it really wasn't your, mm-hmm. yours to begin with. So it's just like, kind of like yeah. a little concept that you latched onto, yep. which make no mistake. We all do this. This is, this is normal human being stuff. But what we're saying is like maybe take it a step further and like let it, you know, sit with it for a while, you know, marinate on it, like, you know, make it yours Mm -hmm. and, and, and then it just feels right that way. Yeah. So I am going to add to that. I I agree with what you're saying, but my next level is to then sit in it on a divine level. So I'm always doing the journey work and connecting And I'm seeking, so I'm doing like the deep meditation work where I go to my sacred space right? and I ask the question, you know, and I always kind of stay open and receptive and I do ask, what am I doing in five years? Like, and what's really important to me? And I will tell you that the answers are frightening because it's the truth. And you have to sit in that and trust it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things you can do because when you come back from a, a meditation like that or a journey work like that or a healing like that, because I do healings and I help remove all that stuff, and then you just have a big open container because you've gotten rid of all the gook, and you're like, okay, well, now I have nothing. What do I do? Right. You wait. And so creativity and all of these wonderful conversations we're having, I am a true believer that you have to quiet everything to really know. And when you're looking outside of yourself and you're looking at what everyone else is doing around you, or you think that artistic expression is only with a paintbrush, you know, whatever those thoughts are, like it's because you're not like pushing everything out and allowing you just to be with you and ask yourself, what makes me happy? Yeah. And how do I really want to show up in the world? And how do I want to express and it's so funny because a lot of times the answer is somehow, some way attached to a dream we once had mm. mm-hmm. or something that we thought we wanted to be when we grew up right. or right. something right. that we, that like sparked us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when I work with people, when they're reinventing, you know, they're leaving corporate America, woohoo, I'm so glad I left corporate. I don't miss you at all. Um, but I love helping those entrepreneurs who are leaving corporate America to go have their own marketing firm. Now they're going to go right. create their own marketing firm, right. you know, for, for example. And to watch that creative go through that process and realize I was always meant to go and do that. And and all I do is hold the container and I ask the right questions. Right. talked about that too. Right. Asking the right questions and creating the right list, right? The list I'm talking about is like, how do you want to express? What gifts do I have to give? And that's where your creative stuff is really at. Yeah. It's not in comparing myself to the other coach or connecting or or comparing myself to that corporate job that I have right. and what they're doing, right? It's really about who am I going to be and how am I going to show up uniquely? Right. Such an important piece of the creative conversation. How do you do that, you guys? I believe that we download it. Yeah. I believe it comes from source. I believe that we are divine beings and that the answers are there. And then the question is, well, Joy, how do I connect to that? I was just going to say, you've got to tell them how to get there because yeah. we know that there is well, a way to do it. There is a how-to, but that's that's why you got to like check in and, and show up because I, I will tell you this. Um, 
the podcast really isn't for that. Right. But um, I am happy to put my guided meditation for that yeah. kind of journey work mm-hmm. um, in the show notes. So if somebody really wants to know, um, but you can also go onto YouTube. Yes, and, they and have them. So they have all of them everywhere. Yeah. Um, but be mindful, like really pay attention to the comments. Don't just push play. What are people saying about the meditation? Be right. careful. Yeah. I've seen some real sad stuff happen because people pushed play and went on like a 45-minute journey. They shouldn't be. No. Your no. meditation yeah. should be like 20 minutes. You know, that's about it. Now, I'm not saying like if I do a deep journey, I'm doing it in like a, it's. I'm holding a container. Yeah, and that's another thing. Let's just say that too yeah. because that's important. Yeah, so if like, you're really doing – if you're just starting out on like some journey work – and journey work, you guys, it falls under the umbrella of guided meditation, sure. journey. I mean, there's like all of these, you know, terms for it. But since 2009, what I've been doing is guided meditation. But now I like the word journey, so I throw journey in there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but I'm just saying like if you guys are just really starting out on this kind of work, I'm not scaring you to not do it. But I do want to say like if you have a lot of stuff, you might want to have someone facilitate this for you or hold space for you doesn't mean you have to do it that way. It just means like do what Joy is saying. Like really do your research of what it is that you are um, Mm -hmm. being led by. This is super important stuff. Because there's subconscious stuff going on, guys, that, you know, yeah. Sure. You want to protect yourself. You want a reputable person. But five years ago, I would tell every client never to go on YouTube. Yeah. But now, things have changed. Yeah, they do. And there are better teachers out there. Mm -hmm. But look at the comments, pay attention, yeah. and you know, you go with someone that you feel you can trust. Yeah. Um, that is probably the best thing I could tell you. And then um, I'll put my little link for my SoundCloud account that has, you know, 25 different guided meditations. You can just pick and choose what, what you're called to. They're all short and sweet for a reason. Yeah. Because unless you're in space with me in a container virtually or in person, I'm only going to guide you so yeah. far because there's, there's a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But For there sure. is some really cool ones on there. So, um, but you know, that's where you connect to your personal truth is in those types of environments. You, you, we all have had the moments where we've connected to our intuition and like we have that, like I always call it like the, the lightning bolt moment. Yeah. Where like all of a sudden everything makes sense. The universe makes sense. Yeah. I make sense yeah. in the universe. All of it. Yeah. Ha ha. Like that moment, yeah. like we all have that every now and then, maybe not that big, but you know, a version of right, that. Right. And those moments are awesome. Don't forget the vision. Don't forget the insight that you got and like hold that near and dear to your heart. Like creativity is your birthright. It is a gift. And you know, people, we do make a living teaching you how to do this because we get lost and we get sidetracked yep. and we put our blinders on and we put a screen in front of our face. It's not because... We are not innately divine. Right. Right? So you are that. You right. are divine. You are sacred. Like, I think that's really key. Like, we all have it in us. There's no one that has something more special than another. I think you're right. And so we are going to wrap up this episode. We're going to wrap it on up. We went on and on, but we really, we really wanted to have this conversation. And I would say, you know, uh, go out and try to 
tap into your creativity and just see what shows up, you know, maybe sit with the question, maybe sit in a meditation with that question, mm -hmm. you know, like how does my creativity want to show up mm -hmm. for me right now? Cause it might be different today than it is tomorrow. And you know, that's the cool thing about us, right? Is we're just like the, the only, what did they say? The only constant is change. Like I literally have the bumper sticker. So, um, want to thank you so much again if you guys um can hit the subscribe button maybe leave us a little love note um, we are on all major platforms right now and we are just having a blast doing this so thank you so much for showing up and listening and being a part of the conversation yes and we will talk to you soon bye everyone bye bye we here at Sacred Living want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us in these soulful conversations. Absolutely. And we'd love for you to join our community. You can find us on Facebook where we dive even deeper into these wonderful sacred conversations. Just search for Sacred Living with Joy and Grace. We are also on Instagram. And feel free to hit up our website and take a look at what we're up to and see where we are going to be live next at sacredliving.info. Remember to go out and curate that life that you love. And together we say, and so it is.